Hello, hello, hello. How are you? Happy Friday. <laughs> oh my goodness, it is Friday, end of the week. However, um, I would imagine that for all of you by now, it is summer holidays. So you probably aren't going to school anyway, um, even during the week. But for us workers, <laughs> I'm happy it's Friday because now I've got two days off where I can do absolutely anything. You, Well, anything within reason, anything that doesn't involve a lot of energy because I don't have a lot of energy in this heat. Although it is cooling down a little bit. Woo so I have today at work, then I have um, two days off. So, um, I hope you're all well. And you know what? I have a really good fun fact. So, it is time for fun fact of the day. <laughs> so, the question to the fun fact is, can astronauts cry in space? Well, what do you think? Because... When, it, when you cry, gravity makes the tears roll down your face. And of course, as we know, there are, is no gravity in space. So does that mean it's impossible for an astronaut to cry? Well, no, it doesn't mean that. He can still cry in space, definitely. But what happens to the tears? They don't roll down your face because gravity can't work to pull them down your face. So they just swell like big water balloons in your eye. And then when they get too big, they pop out of your eye, not, the, not your eyes, the tears, um, pop out of your eyes and just float around in space. So... If you're crying, you're full of little tear bubbles all floating around with you. How weird is that? <laughs> How good would it be to play little batty balls with your tears? Because um, you can't do that down here, can you, on, on Earth? So um, when you cry, next time you have a cry, and don't cry, try not to cry because, you know, I mean, it's really not good. But um, next time you do have a little cry to yourself, you think about your tears rolling down your face and how it's not possible for them to do that in space. But what they do instead, just pop out of your eyes and roll around in space, just floating there. I just think that's amazing. I would really like to play bat and ball with my tears. <laughs> Anyway, I smell like a holiday today. Um, I know that's going to sound really weird, but I've got a spray that smells of, what does it smell of? Pink coconut water and dragon fruit. And it just smells like, every time I spray it, it reminds me of going on holiday. I think it must be the coconut smell. But, oh my God, it smells gorgeous. And it's really keeping me cool right now. <laughs> so... And it makes me smell nice as well. So this is good. Anyway, how 
about we read and i've forgotten again i counted the chapters um yesterday and i've still forgotten so one two three four five six seven oh hang on one two three four five six seven eight it is chapter eight i thought that was it but i thought i better check so I read chapter eight of A Book of Brownies and it is called Their Adventures in Toadstool Town. And if you remember, after yesterday, um, they, the three brownies took the train for a ride, a joy ride, didn't they? Naughty, naughty because Hop couldn't control the train. And then they were taken to prison. Oh, my goodness. So, here we go. In the morning, the brownies were awakened by someone opening their door. It was one of the soldiers. He gave them each a cup of water and some dry bread. In ten minutes, you will be taken before the judge, he said. Oh, the brownies shivered and shook. Whatever would happen to them? If only we'd waited for the engine driver to finish his tea, sighed Jump. We'd be at Fiddlestick Field now and the saucepan man would tell us the way to Witchland. They all ate their bread and drank their water. Just as they'd finished, in came three soldiers. They marched the brownies out of the toadstool and took them across the stream by a bridge and into toadstool town. Everybody was staring at them and saying they were the bad brownies. In the middle of the town, a round space was cleared. At one end sat the judge in an enormous wig. Just in front of him sat a lot of other people in wigs, all writing very fast indeed. All around sat the people of Toadstool Town and the passengers who had come on the train with hop, skip and jump the day before. The brownies trembled when they saw them. They all looked so very cross. Prisoners, said the judge in a very loud voice. Stand up straight and answer my questions. Did you or did you not frighten our ducks yesterday? I don't know, said Hop. I frightened myself more than I frightened the ducks, I think. That is no answer, said the judge, though Hop thought it was really quite a good answer. Did you or did you not frighten our ducks, he said again, turning to Skip. Well, I didn't see any ducks, so I don't know, said Skip, who really hadn't noticed any ducks at all. That is no answer, said the judge again and turned to jump. Did you or did you not frighten our ducks? Well, the ducks frightened me, said Jump, who had fallen almost on top of a squawking duck when the train went into the pond. That is no answer, said the judge, who seemed to think that nothing was an answer at all. He turned to the people gathered around. Did they or did they not frighten our ducks, he asked. They did.
did, shouted everybody. That is an answer, said the judge in a satisfied voice. What punishment shall they have? Spank them, cried the people. Very good, said the judge, writing something with a big pen in a big book. Six spanks for each of them. Oh, the brownies said nothing. They thought sadly that they seemed to get out of one spank into another. The judge stopped writing and looked at the brownies. Stand up straight and answer my questions, he said. Did you or did you not use one of our toadstool houses for a boat? Yes, they answered all together, but we didn't know it was a house. Don't answer back, said the judge. We're not, said Hop indignantly. Are they or are they not answering back? The judge asked all the people around. They are, shouted the people, who seemed to be thoroughly enjoying themselves. What punishment shall we have for using one of our houses as a boat and for answering back? asked the judge. Spank them, cried the people. Very good, said the judge, writing something more with a big pen in a big book. Six more spanks for each of them. Take them away. Just as the soldiers were going to march them off, the rabbit, whose whiskers had been blown off, stood up and waved his paw at the judge to attract his attention. Sit down, said the judge. I have something else to say against the prisoners, said the rabbit. Then don't sit down, said the judge, beaming on the rabbit. What have you to say? Please, your worship, said the rabbit, those bad brownies have done something much more serious than frightening ducks or answering back. What? cried everyone. They took one of the green railway trains and drove it, said the rabbit, and they aren't drivers and they couldn't drive. And they drove it into the pond, shouted all the passengers, and we got wet through. Dear, dear, said the judge, looking very pleased to think he could punish the brownies for something else. This matter must be looked into. He turned to hop. Can you drive an engine? he asked him. If I couldn't drive an engine, how could I drive it into the pond? asked Hop. If you drive into a pond, it shows you can drive, doesn't it? Even if you drive in the wrong direction. Skip and Jump thought it was very clever of Hop to say that. Everyone looked very puzzled. The judge scribbled in his book and frowned. Do you? Then he turned to the rabbit. Do you say these brownies can't drive, he asked. Yes, I do, answered the rabbit, pulling at his whiskers that weren't there anymore. And yet you say they drove the engine into the pond. Now, this is an interesting point of law, said the judge, looking very learned. The question is... Can you say a person drives when he can't drive?
Oh, no, that's not right. Can you say a person can't drive and say at the same time that he did drive but into a pond? Everyone looked at everyone else and seemed to think hard. Well, anyway, said the rabbit crossly, I say they aren't engine drivers and they shouldn't have driven our train yesterday. How do you know we aren't engine drivers, suddenly demanded Hop. Yes, how do you know, asked Skip and Jump. Ah, yes, how do you know, asked the judge, looking over his spectacles at the rabbit. Well, they aren't, said the rabbit sulkily. Anyone who drives like they do isn't an engine driver. Prove it, cried Hop, suddenly getting an idea. Let us show everyone here, the judge and all, whether we can drive or not. Everyone got very excited and began talking loudly. Silence, said the judge. I have decided what to do. We will stop the next tra engine that comes to Toadstool Station. If these brownies show us they can drive it, we will give them only a light punishment. If they can't, we will put them in prison. When is the next train due? At three o'clock in the afternoon, called someone. Very well, said the judge. We will all be there. Take the prisoners away, guards, and give them twelve spanks each as a punishment for their other misdeeds. The soldiers marched the brownies back to Toadstool Prison, gave them twelve spanks each and left them. I really do believe we shall be able to get away to Fiddlestick Field this afternoon, said Hop, sitting down very carefully. If that silly judge will only let us get in that engine, we'll be off like a shot. Well, yes, but look here, said Skip nervously. You can't really drive, you know, and I'm getting tired of these adventures that lands us into places we keep having to get away from. If you can't stop the engine again, goodness knows where we'll end at. Well, do you want to stop in Toadstool Prison all your life? Asked Hop. No, sighed Skip. I want to go back to Brownie Town. That's what I want. Well, we can't do that, answered Jump, so we've just got to put up with more adventures like this. All the morning, the brownie sat in the toadstool prison and waited for the afternoon. They peeped out through the little barred window um, every now and then and saw the people of toadstool town going about their work, going there about their shopping and gossiping with one another about the three bad brownies. For dinner, they were given a cup of water each and a big crust of bread. They ate the bread hungrily and drank the water and then peeped out of the window again to see if anything was happening. People were beginning to gather around to see the brownies brought out to the railway station. They were talking and nudging each other. I don't like the people of this town very much, said Hop. They stare so and whisper to each other. I think someone ought to teach them manners. Ding dong, ding dong, struck a nearby clock. Oh, two o'clock, said Skip. Not much longer to wait, thank goodness. I'm longing to get out of this toadstool. At half past two, the soldiers came and took the brownies outside. They marched them through the town, 
with crowds of people following, all talking excitedly. I don't believe they can drive, said one. Nor do I, said another. They won't know how to start the engine, cried a third. Ha, 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 they'll soon be in prison again, laughed a fourth. Hop, skip and jump began to feel rather nervous. Supposing they couldn't start the engine, how awful it would be. Oh dear, oh dear, how they wished they never had to leave Brownie Town. Here's the station, said one of the soldiers, leading the brownies up some steps onto a little wooden platform. All of the people ran alongside the lines and looked to see if the train was coming. I can see some smoke in the distance, cried someone. It will soon be here. Puff, 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 puff. Soon the little train came steaming up and stopped at Toadstool Town Station. The passengers got out and stared in astonishment at all the crowds around them. The soldiers went up to the engine. Hey, you, they called to the driver. Get down a minute, please. The surprised driver hopped out and the soldiers explained to him about hop, skip and jump. But look here, said the driver. Suppose they go and smash up my engine. Well, the soldiers looked taken aback. No one had thought of that. The driver bowed to the judge and repeated his question. We should have thought about that before, answered the judge crossly. We've got to go on with this now. Well, I only heard of this plan of yours just this minute, cried the driver indignantly. How could I have thought of it before? Don't answer back, snapped the judge and turned to the brownies. Now then, he said, the time has come to show us whether you can drive or not. Get into the engine cab. The brownies jumped in. Drive to that bend, ordered the judge, then reverse the engine and come back. Do you understand? Yes, thank you, answered Hop, taking a good look at the wheels in the engine. Hurrah, he thought, there's a stop engine wheel this time. I'll be all right, I think. He twisted the start engine wheel and puff, 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 off went the little train by itself for it had been uncoupled from the carriages. Not so fast, shouted the judge. Hop laughed and twisted the go-fast wheel. Off shot the engine faster than ever, past the rows of astonished people who were watching all along the lines. Stop, stop, go back, shouted the crowds at the end of the line, where Hop was supposed to go back. Goodbye, goodbye, shouted the brownies, waving their hands in delight. Thanks so much for letting us have this engine. They passed the last person by the line and went tearing round the bend. They heard shouts and yells behind them, but they didn't even bother to look round. Hurrah, hurrah, shouted Skip. We've got away. Good old Hop. Hop grinned. He was being very careful for he didn't want to risk, run any risks of being taken back to Toadstool Town. The engine was racing on, passing one station after another. Jump read them aloud as they passed. We ought to be getting near Fiddlestick Field, said Skip at last. Keep a good lookout, Jump. Hadn't you better go a bit slower? 
Hop so that we don't go rushing past the station. Hop twisted a, a wheel marked go slow and the engine slowed down. Two more stations were passed and then Jump gave a squeak of delight as the engine went up a steep hill. Fiddlestick Hill Field, he shouted. Pull up, Hop, quickly. We're really here. Hop stopped the engine and the three brownies jumped out. No one was about at all. Evidently no train was expected at that time. Good for us, grinned Hop. We shan't have any questions asked. I wonder what the people of Toadstool Town are thinking, chuckled Skip. They'll know we can drive all right now. Come on, said Jump, running out of the station. Let's find someone to ask where the saucepan man lives. They went down a little winding lane with honeysuckle hedges on each side. They hadn't gone far when they heard a most curious noise. It was a clanging and a clanking, a jingling and a jangling. What in the world is that? wondered Hop. It sounds as if it's coming towards us. Perhaps we shall find out what it is round the next corner. Sure enough, they did. They saw the most comical sight. It looked just like a walking mass of jingle jangling saucepans. Goodness gracious, said Hop in great astonishment. What is it? It's a whole heap of saucepans, said Skip, and there's feet at the bottom. I can see them walking. When they got nearer, they saw a tiny bearded face peeping out of the crowd of saucepans and discovered that it was a little man hung from head to foot with saucepans of all sizes, shapes and colours. It must be the saucepan man himself, said Hop in delight. What a bit of luck! Well, tomorrow we'll read chapter nine um, and find out all about the saucepan man. And we'll find out if it's the same saucepan man that we know so well from our adventures up the wishing... No, up the faraway tree. Um, it might be him. Um, before he went to live there or it might be another saucepan man or it might be a relative of his a brother or a cousin what do you think <laughs> any old how um we will find out tomorrow and um i'm glad they escaped from toadstool prison i am happy they escaped what about you are you happy <laughs> so i want you all to have the most amazing friday and most of all i want you to make sure that you take care and stay safe um whatever you're doing because i know that you probably have all finished um school for the holidays so there's an awful lot of time to get into mischief isn't there <laughs> what are you doing for the summer holidays hmm? are you going anywhere are you going for any adventures what are you going to be up to let me know tell me because i need some things i need some ideas to think of for my children so 
If you've got any ideas of what to do during school holidays, let me know. Anyway, I will see you all again tomorrow. And as I say, take care and stay safe. Until then, bye for now.